The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. How dare you, little jabroni, come on to the rock show. Come on to the people's show. Come on to the premiere show, SmackDown, and run your mouth about how you're the WWE champion and run your mouth about how you're the game. Well, The Rock says, if you are the game, then quite frankly, you need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! The Rock says, The Rock says, The Rock says, The Rock says. Hello, and welcome to SmackDown Matters. I'm your host, Don DeLorente. And I'm joined by my co-host, Miss Jade to the Max. Good morning, Jade. Good morning. Still have my bonnet on. So you, you know I'm she's here. dedicated to this show, y'all. I am dedicated. I literally just rolled out of bed. I, I appreciate you, you know, just three hours. You know, anything for the WrestleCast. Three hour time difference and stuff. So yes, you're, you're up extra earlier than normal on a Sunday weekend holiday weekend at that so definitely it is a holiday so weekend isn't it it is it is so. i keep forgetting that i don't have to work tomorrow this is so exciting uh, well just remember in the morning so you don't wake up and get all your stuff ready to go and get ready to log in and be like what is going on but you know it's going to end up having going to end up doing some work tomorrow just so that i can get ahead of the game for tuesday that's smart that's smart that's smart. It is, but is it? I mean, your last couple of weekends, you have been enjoying your best life. So to, you know, stick a little work in here this weekend won't hurt. I'm still enjoying my best life because I have another friend in town this weekend. We did not go kayaking. <laughs> they didn't so there was that. no seasickness or need for drama me. Uh, but we are going wine tasting today. Okay. All right. Well. So there um, may be a need for ibuprofen later. Yes. So, um, you know, uh, regulate yourself and. Um, of course. Yeah. It'll be safe. Nobody's trying. Red and whites or just reds? Uh, Whatever they put in front of me. Okay. All right. Well, have a good time doing that. That should be an interesting <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> yes. This is the SmackDown Matters. We're brought to you by the CSPN. You can find us on the web at CSPN.us. You can also subscribe to the podcast through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, all the usual suspects. All you have to do is search for the WrestleCast dash the CSPN and SmackDown Matters will show up in your queue each and every week. Just make sure you subscribe to the logo with the new day holding on to the WrestleCast sign. So we're here for the much-anticipated SmackDown Matters this week, as this is what everybody's been waiting for. The hype has been through the roof. The nervousness as well, because a lot of people um, aren't so sure that Roman was is going to let this dream matchup between the Usos and the Street Profits actually take place, because, you know, he's frowning upon... Jimmy Uso having his own thoughts and his own ambitions that crazy that aren't in as in line with what his uh, wants and that are, are surrounding him for the Uso and all about him. So the Uso said they are ready for their first match back 
but Roman is here to interrupt. Roman wants to know their game plan, their end game. Jimmy's saying the goal is to win. They want the tag team titles right next to Roman's universal title, so they'll have all the gold. Roman says he's behind them and says good luck. So Jimmy leaves. Because what? Oh, because what? Oh, you get into that. Oh, yeah, because Jimmy leaves and Jay <laughs> looks worried. So Roman asks if Jimmy is doing the talking for Jay now. Jay says he th- he's with Jimmy tonight, but always know that he's with Roman. He's got his back, too. Roman you says, know what, though, Don? What? The same could be said. The same question could be asked if, you know, Roman is speaking for Jay. See? The hypocrisy. <laughs> You know, I'm starting to get on the Cammy D train here about this Roman thing. <laughs> but I'm just dipping my toe in the water, just testing the waters out first. Okay. Uh, Roman tells Jay that he should go tell Jimmy. So Jay leaves the shot as well. So, of course, the show starts mm-hmm. out, you know, the intro to the show. And now the show. But you didn't say what Ro- Roman told them good luck. And he said, because Jimmy's going to need it. And I didn't know what that meant at the moment because it's very ominous. Yes, yes. And I thought, well, is Jay going to turn on his brother in the match? Let's find out. So the Street Profits come out. They cut a promo. They talk about how they had some fun with the Usos last week on social media. But now it's time to get a little more serious. They were flattered by the challenge, but they have been down since day one, too. The Street Profits remember it. Everything the Usos have done over the years, from the Uso crazies to the Haka to the penitentiary. But they say that these are some different Usos they're facing tonight. They haven't been together in a long time, and now Roman Reigns is living rent-free in Jay's head. The Usos brag about their accomplishments and say a win here means they're a step closer to getting the titles back. Angelo Dawkins doesn't like the ref doesn't like the idea of the Street Profits being called the Stepping Stone, and then the Usos make a bunch of Mario Brother references because you know the Street Profits did that to them last week, and so after the battle of the promos, it's on Street Profits. They should just went ahead. I was I was waiting on them to start freestyling. <laughs> that might be. I was waiting for it. That might be the next uh, the next promo battle. Uh, Listen, this, these promos got me hyped for the match. Uh, they were super spicy because uh, Montez Ford and Dawkins was out there doing the haka. And uh, yeah, Montez Ford got on that microphone and was lighting it up. Straight fire. <laughs> Yo, who are the top five MCs of all time? It's not Dylon no more. Montez Ford, Montez Ford, Montez Ford. <laughs> So street- I love how they were like hype when the Usos music yeah, hit too. Yeah. yeah, that's always funny to see the guys out there talking trash and then be like fans of somebody's dream music. The New Day yes. seem to be the the masters of that. Um, street Profits versus Usos is our opening match of the night. Uh, Dawkins he hits that double underhook swinging netbreaker and that gets a two count. And of course he's shocked that uh, Jimmy kicked out. Spine Buster sets up the cash out or the big frog splash, but Jay pulls Jimmy out of the way, so Montez Ford crashes and burns. As he's trying to get to his feet, a low super kick from Jimmy connects to the chin, and then Jimmy pins Montez Ford, and the Usos are victorious. You know, I didn't think about this until you just mentioned it as I was watching the match. I was like, man, 
if only Jay, main event Jay, had got that pin. Because now I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh, Jimmy got the pin and not Jay. I wonder if Roman's going to exploit that. Flip it. Guess we'll have to wait and see. They Because they don't have any uh, house shows right now to work the mm-hmm. kinks out, you got to see the kinks get worked out in this match as it started a little bit slow. They had to find their chemistry. But after mm-hmm. the like first commercial break, they found it. Oh, they were cooking. They were cooking with gas. <laughs> yeah. Because I was sitting there watching, and I, I had to keep rewinding because I would look away, and then I missed something. So I had to keep rewinding it to 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 catch stuff. It was a really good match, and I'm looking forward to them continuing to build this this rivalry here because they were really good together in the ring. Like you said, they had to find their chemistry, but once they found it, it was like they were stepping on the accelerator. Yes, so much to everybody's approval, Roman did not interrupt the match. He did not come out there and stop the match. He allowed the match to take place, and we got a heck of a match to start off SmackDown. In his ring. (laughs) Yes, on his island. So, um, yeah, this this was excellent. If you haven't watched SmackDown yet or, you know, if you saw this match, watch it again because it's it's very good. It was definitely a good match. It was, look, I told you, SmackDown knows how to start a show. (laughs) Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler, they're backstage. Mm -hmm. They blame their loss on Rey Mysterio going nuts to protect his son at Backlash. There was like, you know, the paternal instincts uh, kicked in after they attacked Dominic and Ray had the strength of like three men and a, and a look in his eyes they'd never seen before. They said tonight is going to be different because they are a couple of aces and they're going to win back those SmackDown tag team titles. Okay. I'm not sorry. I was going to say sorry, not sorry. But the Dirty Dogs were boring tag champs. I thought we were in an era where we weren't getting automatic rematches. Remember that? I thought the same because it's funny how Kofi didn't get an automatic rematch, but Drew McIntyre has had about six rematches. Mm-hmm. Do you see this? I get you know what Black History Month is over, so they're not pandering to us anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the reason why uh, the parting promo for the Raw cast, the beat was uh, ludicrous. Smooth, bitch, get out the way. Yes. After Drew McIntyre. Because I don't even, did the Street Profits get an automatic rematch? No, they did not. They went to Sonya Deville, and Sonya Deville was like, "Uh, yeah, you can get your rematch, but you got to, like, fight your way back up through the ranks first, remember? Asuka didn't get an automatic rematch, but I don't know, because I don't watch Raw. Did you see that? Oh, you know what? Asian American History Month is also over as well, so they're not pandering to them anymore either. (laughs) I think there's, like, I think tomorrow is the last day. It's the whole month of May, so... Yeah, well, maybe Oscar will get a rematch by tomorrow. I doubt it. Hell, the the Ember and Shotzi didn't get... Do you see how they're doing the colored people? (laughs) I don't like this one bit. Uh, Ember and Shotzi had to earn their uh, rematch, and boy, they earned it, and then they took a beat. Man. Shotzi took a beating for it, but uh, all right, we'll get to that at, at the back end of this show. Next up, Natty and Tamina, they're taking on the Riot Squad. 
uh, breaks down. Uh, we've got some action going on inside the ring. We've got some action going on outside the ring. Outside the ring, Liv Morgan hits a code breaker on Natalia. Um, but Ruby Riot, she gets headbutted off the top rope. And then Tamina comes off with the super fly splash, like right at the same time that Liv Morgan hits this code breaker. And she pins Ruby Riot before Liv Morgan can gather herself back up and try to make the save. So Natty and Tamina are successful in the match over the Riot Squad. I don't think this was a this Yay! was a non-title match, but it was a non-title match. Good, always good to see the Riot Squad get TV time, even though they job them out too much. They really do, but it was also great to see Natty and Tamina come out with their tag titles on their shoulders. You know how it's I feel about you know how me. I feel about people wearing the belt on their shoulders, right? You want them to wear it around their waist, right? Be a real champion and wear the belt around your waist, like Bianca Belair. See how good it looks when Biki comes out, bouncing, strutting, belt around the waist. I okay, wish, championship belt constable. I wish Roman would wear his belt around his waist so he could look real dope, but he always carries it like it's his luggage. Well, you're the belt police now. Okay. I've always been the belt police. Thank you. Just trying to stay. How many tickets have you given out this year? Uh, several, several. Actually, most of the champions right now are wearing their titles. Rhea wears her title. Bianca wears her title. Roman doesn't wear his title. Because um, he's Roman Reigns, he doesn't have to do anything he doesn't want to. Do. Bobby, Bobby you know who does wear their title? Who? Oh, Bobby wears his. Yeah, he wears Johnny his. Johnny was wearing his. Yeah, Bobby wears his over his suit, so there's no excuse for Roman not to wear his over his and black. Roman beard. doesn't even come out there in suits. <laughs> his his new uh, jogging outfit. Yeah, his jogging attire. That's his new Nike line or something. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's coming soon. I would buy it. <laughs> but yes, I'm pretty sure Mo to the underscore Reese is rolling his eyes at at my. Born As he belly. should, because I'm doing the same thing. You just can't see it. <laughs> uh, the Usos, they run up to Adam Pierce. And Jimmy's like, man, we need that tag team title shot next week against the winner of this match tonight. Uh, Adam Pierce is like, sure, man. Y'all back on the um, winning ways. You got it. Jimmy is exceptionally hyped. He's pleased. But Jay got that look like his stomach. He's stressed. Jay looks, <laughs> he be so stressed out, like, he don't know where his next meal is coming from, stressed out. Like, I'm living paycheck to paycheck, stressed out. Is Roman holding up his paycheck, too? Like, I don't understand, like, the 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 progression of this madness week after week. <laughs> so, yeah, so, you know, it's like the tale of two Usos here. We got Jimmy, you know, trying to move them forward outside of Roman Shadow, and you got Jay like, nah, bro, we shouldn't be trying to you know what? get this much this soon without Roman's approval. Jay needs to learn to set boundaries. <laughs> that was my theme for 2019 and 2020, and I really feel like Jay needs to learn to set boundaries with Roman. But Roman is the habitual line stepper, so don't know if the boundaries would really make a difference. Our next matchup, we see Bianca Belair facing off against Carmella. Carmella needs to wait her turn. 
Later turn. I mean, Bianca Belair beat you at WrestleMania Backlash. Fair and square, middle of the ring. Fair and square, Michael. Did she pay you to say that? Oh, and Carmella driving Oh, here Belair she comes. Right the cheater the herself. The cheater herself. I would love you to explain why you believe Bianca Belair cheated. I mean, show the clip. Ask anybody. Ask Pat. Oh, what a shoulder tackle by Belair. Didn't need the hair. She used her power there, which she has a lot of, but... People were saying, not me, that you brought the hair into it to begin with. Oh, no, she she's wearing the hair. It's her hair. How did I bring it into the match? Huh? Bianca Bell, liar. Oh, look at the oh, power oh. of Belair now to Carmella. She glances back at Bailey to say, hey, look what I just did. Top rope now, Carmella cross body. Oh. Belair rolls through, and look at the power of Bianca Belair. Oh my goodness! A fallaway slam into the kip up. How impressive is the EST? And Bianca, is it enough to put Carmella away? Hook of the leg. Matchup continues. I wonder what she's going to do next. Maybe go for that freaking hair. Probably try to use it as a weapon. Carmella is tough, though. Nobody. Oh, Bianca Belair! <laughs> I love this match, Michael. What about you, Pat? I, I'm enjoying it as oh, well. We're going to get a chance to see the champion. Oh, gosh. Yeah, and the former women's champion, the best champion. And here we go. The champ is in jeopardy. Oh, and what Carmella. She had a five count, broke right before five, and now Belair. Oh, and a slap by Carmella. And now Carmella hammering away what on the back of the champion. What a great match. Carmella is far more experienced than Bianca Belair. How impressive has Carmella been tonight? <laughs> Look at Bianca. Carmella face plant. Cover now by Bianca. Bianca? Bianca, you stupid idiot. Her name is Bianca Belair. Here is your winner, the SmackDown Women's Champion, Bianca Belair. The kiss of death, the KOD by Bianca Belair. Bianca and Bailey staring eye to eyes. Of course, Bailey laughs in her face. Laughs in the chance face like this. Her name is Bianca Belair, you idiot. That's exactly what she said. <laughs> I love their chemistry together. <laughs> this is great. Speaking of on-air chemistry, uh, I don't know if you noticed during the, the Street Profits and Usos match, Pat McAfee was on his feet the entire time. Oh, yeah. Like the camera would shoot towards him, and he's like, he just got so excited. I love this. I love that they have him on the show. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just saying that uh, I tweeted out while I was watching it this morning uh, in the SmackDown <laughs> hashtag that, uh, yeah, he's reaching Jim Ross level of excitement and calling these matches. These really good. Yes. Matches. And just going back to that tag team match. I mean, you know, a really high level tag team match is really hard to top in any mm -hmm. form of wrestling on any card. I mean, you know, if you really have four high-level performers like you had uh, in the opening match, it's difficult for the best singles match to to top that because of all the mm -hmm. action and 
and things that you can do in a tag team match. And that's definitely uh, stood out to me uh, in that opening match. Um, Bianca Belair and, yeah. and Bailey, I like how they're kind of throwing a few people in between them, but still having their feud be the centerpiece. Um, mm-hmm. So it's not like, oh, you get to see all these interactions between them physically, but they're doing more promo work and character stuff. So I like the way that they're keeping them separated. They're, they're, they're doing more storytelling. Right, right. Uh, the Mysterios are in the back. Um, they mm-hmm. promised that they're going to defend those tag team titles tonight and get the win. Um, so now it's time for Mr. Drip himself, Seth Rollins. Okay, what the hell was he wearing? It like it was green and purple. It was like he went to a conservatory and <laughs> they just they had an ex- there was an explosion of plants. It like he had ferns on his uh on his suit. Oh, he was channeling Fern Gully. Okay, <laughs> with a little bit of purple mixed in. Remember that movie? I do. Uh, he had a purple dress shirt on, buttoned like down to it was only like the like fifth button was buttoned. It's like seven shoes just came out. <laughs> shirt on. Uh, no, he's he, that's his Miami look. He had the hair. <laughs> you know, he's not wearing socks. <laughs> so Seth comes out to call out Cesaro for a fight right now. Uh, there is no Cesaro, but Seth Rollins isn't going to let that ruin his birthday. Uh, we see a clip of Seth Rollins attacking Cesaro from last week. Um, and it made his, you know, banged up arm even worse. Uh, we even saw the attack when Cesaro was on the stretcher. Back in the arena, mm-hmm. Seth Rollins says he has exclusive audio from Cesaro's hospital room. And so we hear, like, the heart monitor beeping. We hear somebody, <laughs> like, wailing out in agony, like, moaning, like, uh. So Seth Rollins is... He's so petty. <laughs> Is very pleased with himself. He cracks his own self up, but then he gets serious to talk about how unfortunate last week was. It was a scary situation, and some of the blame has to be placed on the people at home. The fans are the people who made Cesaro believe that he could disrespect Seth Rollins, whose hands are clean. Seth Rollins then sings happy birthday to himself as he wraps up his promo. You know, Seth Seth is me in some ways. <laughs> I crack myself up. I crack myself up. You can't tell me I'm not funny. And I sing happy birthday to myself too. Okay. So. But you haven't gone out and got any of the uh, a fern dress with that. That's like no, you know, I, I don't have the suits, but I do have a couple of shoes, a couple of, you know, gym shoes that, you know, look like, like one looks like, you know, a graffiti artist just exploded all over them. Okay. But they work. All right. All right. Um, you pair those up with yeah. that nobody's bit shirt that you're gonna get, and man, the gym is gonna. You know, my Christmas list of shirts this year is gonna be off the charts. Nobody's bitch. I still haven't got my Sonya shirt. You know, at the same time, I also don't need any more t-shirts. But you never have I'm gonna t-shirts. be t-shirts. This is probably do, true. You no, live, my new. You do live in an area where t-shirts are like the standard gear. Three. They are like acceptable. Fifty days a year, right? For some people, it's three sixty-five. But <laughs> you know, even at fancy restaurants, sometimes you know, I get dressed to the nines and I walk in, and people look like they just rolled around in trash and came into the restaurant. Um, 
But yes, t-shirts are always clutch. But again, I have so many. But I still want more. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. Next matchup, Kevin Owens versus Apollo Crews non-title match. Uh, this match is like really quick and really fast. I mean, Kevin Owens just gets in and just hits the accelerator. Super kick by Kevin Owens, and he looks to set up the pop-up power bomb, but he has to settle for the Kevin Owens stunner instead. I was going to call it the Stone Cold stunner, but that would be <laughs> the Kevin Owens stunner connects. Kevin goes for the pin, and then Commander Aziz hits Kevin Owens in the throat with a Nigerian nail, and that's a disqualification. Commentary makes it clear that Apollo Crews is still the champion, mainly due to this being a non-title match. And Kevin Owens needs a respirator because this man cannot breathe. Uh, <laughs> he is struggling, gasping for breath. Uh, looks like he's choking on a chicken bone. And uh, the officials come down to try to, you know, help him as much as they can, uh, you know, not die on national television. Where Do they call the ambulance? No, they didn't call the ambulance. They just, uh, you know, helped him get to his feet, and I guess get, you know, allowed him to. That helped him get some deeper breaths in. But when he was down on the mat and struggling to get up, yeah, Kevin Owens was. Uh, you know that Aziz dude is gonna hurt somebody for real. <laughs> him and that what's the other one name? The big one with AJ Styles. Omos. Yeah, they just they just too big. What the hell were they eating when they were growing up? I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of 5'11 guys who definitely would like to know. And it's like, they're so big, like tall and, and stocky to the point where their in-ring ability is very limited right. or their skill set. And I remember we thought that of Braun and Braun was like, y'all not about to uh, put me in that category. And Braun, that boy is agile. Yeah, he started doing drop kicks and he did the what, that senton off the apron. Yes. That, uh, WrestleMania backlash almost didn't make it all the way over though that would have been bad, uh, but yeah he they they let Braun do his little man stuff but they was mad that Keith Lee <laughs> was trying to do little man stuff I just don't get it. We do get it, Don. We yeah, know yeah, exactly we, what it is. Yeah, Come we on, get it, yeah. uh, and, we know exactly what it is. Uh, and I really hope that Keith Lee is not hurt or Keith Lee is not didn't get the virus. I just hope that it is just politics and nothing. Uh, for him currently, but it just seems very, very, very strange that we nothing happened to him on TV where it was like, oh, Keith Lee is hurt and he won't be able to make it for a couple of weeks. We didn't get any of that. He just mm -mm. disappeared. So well, I remember at one point I read somewhere one of the wrestling sites, I don't remember which one, in which they said Vince McMahon is just not keen on Keith Lee because he just doesn't get it. And I said, what is there to get? Right. He's a wrestler good at what he does he has a personality but you know Vince no I gotta dumb it down he's gonna be too too pop too popular more popular than my my Randy Orton's and my Drew McIntyre's Vince is a hater we will definitely hopefully have some more clarity it seems like every month or so he comes out with a statement talking about you know give him for more time and he'll you know be able to express some things and get into a little bit more depth at a later date. But, bruh, it's been like four, five months. It's We've been getting been the same, a while. same that's, stuff. That sounds like I'm working on my release. That's <laughs> what that sounds like. 
<laughs> working on my walking papers. Trying to get back to NXT. If I can. exactly, if I got to stay under this contract, which you know, breaching the contract is not the best look for you going forward trying to negotiate stuff. But since I don't want to do that. Let me do a fan battler and, and slide on back to NXT. Slide on back to NXT because, baby, somebody please take this championship off Karrion Cross because he is boring the crap out of me in the ring. <laughs> I'm like, your intro is great. Love it. But after that, everything gets sour. We got to, well, don't don't jump the leads for the NXT. I know. You know I kind of go off on tangents yes. sometimes. Yes, we know. Uh, Jay Uso, he comes in to see Roman Reigns. Lord, Mrs. Mrs. Roman Reigns. <laughs> uh, Roman isn't really that thrilled about them getting that title match. Uh, He's such a hater. He wants to be the only one with a championship in the, in the family. Roman. That is some pure family hatred. <laughs> Roman basically breaks it down like, yo, man, you've been rolling with me these past few months. Look where you've been. You've been in the main events. You've been closing Lucy out the shows. in you've the been, main event. He been. needs to be Specific. You've been a part of the main stories. He's like, you get back with your brother, and where y'all at? The opening match, the curtain jerker. That they won. <laughs> so, uh, Roman says he doesn't want Jay to go to a place where he goes back to people being like, which one is he? It's impossible for us to do that because they have different haircuts now. <laughs> Uh, Jay kind of takes it all in for a second and he's like, you know what, Oos, I never really thought about it like that. And uh, you can see the wheels turning in Jay's head, also mm. the his stomach turning at the same time because, like we said, he is so conflicted uh, at this point. No, I think at that point he was just hungry. <laughs> he just had that really great match. Now he got to see her and listen to Roman. All he was trying to do was get to catering and Roman pulled him into his office like, hey, let me talk to you. He's like, bro, they got chicken and catering and I'm hungry. <laughs> just, you know. Um, Rick Boogs, he's back again this week to play Shinsuke Nakamura to the ring. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Pat McAfee is uh, loving I'm pretty, it. I'm pretty sure that's a meme or gif out there. Uh, Pat McAfee on the table jamming out. <laughs> like, what in the hell have they got? Pat McAfee was the partner that Michael Cole didn't know he needed. <laughs> you know what? Michael Cole has been a lot more tolerable since uh, he Pat has been. Has come on board. Um, I guess this is a good time where we can talk about since we're doing the announcer talk here. Uh, unfortunately, this week. No, fortunately for us. No, well, unfortunately, a young boy Tom Phillips got released. Oh yes, unfortunately, Tom Phillips and the other gentleman, the brother, they got released. Uh, I think he's usually on two hundred five live, maybe. Oh, I don't know. I don't watch 205, so sorry. I don't I don't know who that comes from. I just saw the tweet about it. it was another young young lad in the WWE who got released. Oh, okay. But yeah, uh, Ed, Adnan Verk, uh, in the beginning of the week, this was on Tuesday, so he calls Monday Night Raw. Sheamus was joke time on him. And then on Tuesday, about 12 o'clock, I, I see my look at my text message, and it's like, Miss Jade has sent a tweet, a text that says, Adnan Verk is out of here. And I'm like, I'm like, what? And so I go on Twitter and look, and it's like, oh, yes, Adnan Verk and the WWE have mutually parted ways. Adnan Verk. And then what did you say, Don, after that? I said, dang, he didn't even get a chance to get his benefits. 
He didn't, he didn't even get his 90 days. Yeah, he didn't even he get it. He didn't make it past his probation period. Yeah, he didn't even get the, the package. You know how to give you the package? To they work. haven't even offered it yet. <laughs> <laughs> See what instruments you want to sign up for? He didn't even get that. So not at all. six weeks um, is what his, his total run was uh, from the night after WrestleMania to here uh, last week. So six whole weeks at Invert. And it seemed like to me... At WrestleMania Backlash, that was his best call. He had a lot of stats to go with, um, you know, some of the matches. Um, he seemed like he was kind of maybe finding his excitement level. He was like you to me. He was the most comfortable he'd been on a show was at Backlash, and then two days later, you know. I mean, well, they did the same thing to Samoa Joe. Yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah, you can call WrestleMania, but tomorrow, you're out of here. And poor Tom Phillips. Yes. We liked Tom Phillips. We really did. Yes. Tom Phillips, jack of all trades. Uh, The man basically called every show that they uh, produced uh, during his time at WWE. Backstage interviewer as well. Very talented. Uh, Somebody... Uh, is going to get a, a very, very talented announcer and probably production guy too, because I'm pretty sure he he does some other skills besides mm-hmm. just on camera work. So hopefully Tom Phillips lands on his feet somewhere and uh, you know gets a chance to continue calling wrestling because he's really good at that. Was it um okay? So Chris, some years ago when Chris Jericho was with WWE, he, was it Vic Joseph? He kept calling Tom Phillips. Yes. Or was it? No. Okay. <laughs> He's like, you don't even know your name, Tom Phillips. You're going on my list. And I'm like, that's Vic Joseph, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Vic Joseph. You know, Michael Cole is always going to be safe because when I feel like the day that um, Brock Lesnar F5 Michael Cole out of his shoes, that kind of solidified his not going anywhere miss in the WWE. Right, right. Michael Cole is safe. And he has been more tolerable, you're right, since Pat McAfee has come along. So that brings us to a match between Shinsuke Nakamura versus Chad Gable. Uh, Otis is here with Chad Gable and he jumps Nakamura before the match. Uh, King Corbin slides back down to take his crown back. Uh, because, you know, Nakamura <laughs> is, is preoccupied. He still had his crown. Yes. So uh, Nakamura can't hit the Kinsasha. Instead, he gets a roll up for a two count. And then the Kinsasha connects to Chad Gable to get the pin. So after the match, Baron Corbin has his crown. And he's talking trash to Shinsuke Nakamura from the ramp. Like, you know, it's my crown. You can't be wearing another man's crown. It's BS. And that's when Rick Boogs comes up behind him, hits him with the guitar. Of course, Corbin goes flying. Crown goes flying. Uh, Nakamura steps on <laughs> Baron Corbin again, walks up the ramp, picks up the <laughs> crown, puts it back on his head, and him and Rick Boogs. And now he's on his way to Costco with the crown. <laughs> uh, so, yes, this continues to be uh, actually a pretty delightful feud um, with Rick Boogs in here adding, you know, the musical soundtrack. Somewhere on Monday Night Raw, Elias is, is fuming. I don't know if Elias is that mad or not because, you know, Elias is more of like a folk guy. 
he's more of an easy you know what you're right whereas you know rick booze is straight like metal you know shredding and all that so there's a little bit of difference in the genres there possibly i did say that last week that you know elias is more singer songwriter but maybe he wants to expand his genres right 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 they could have asked him at least (laughs) see stifling stifling talent um kevin owens can barely talk but he has just enough breath in his body to ask Adam Pierce, or actually he tells Adam Pierce that he wants a title shot against Apollo Crews next week with no Commander Aziz. Adam Pierce is like, you got it. Commander Aziz is banned from ringside. Nobody asks Adam Pierce anything. They ask Sonya, but nobody asks. Everybody tells Adam Pierce what he <laughs> is and is not going to do. And he just says, okay. He just rolls with it. I told you like a couple weeks ago, the man is Santa Claus. He He's the genie in the bottle. Anything you wish for or anything you ask for, you, you get it. It's no, let me think about it. It's no roadblocks or anything. It's just like, okay, you want it, you got it. Well, somebody needs to get Adam Pierce on my line because I have a few things that I want to ask for. <laughs> uh, we see Rey Mysterio praying before his matchup uh, with them and Dominic versus the Dirty Dogs for their SmackDown Tag Team titles. And wouldn't you know, after we come back from the break, we find out that Rey Mysterio has been attacked. He's surrounded by referees and officials. He's complaining about his shoulder. So, Mm. you know, Dominic is, you know, trying to figure out what the situation is. Uh, Kenny go, of course, Rey Mysterio is like, nah, I don't think I can do it. Or the officials are like, nah, we're, gonna, we're not going to let you do it. So the dirty dogs are in the ring and they're like, oh, you know, if you can't come out here, it's a forfeit and we automatically win the titles. So go ahead and do what y'all need to do. Count them out, whatever. Just give us the titles. And then Dominic is like, you know, Ray, you stood up for me at backlash now it's my time to stand up for you so dominic decides that he's gonna face both Dolph ziggler and bobby Roode to defend those tag team titles bobby Roode is knocked down but the 619 misses and Dolph ziggler hits a famous for a two count a power bomb net breaker combination gets another two count but here comes ray mysterio down the ramp the entrance music causes a distraction which allows Dominic oh, take a drink of to, water. to roll up Bobby Roode for the pit. It's probably mimosa drinking hours at this time. Well, Don, it's only 848. Like, I haven't even brushed my teeth yet. Mimosas I can't just don't. be drinking mimosas before I brush my teeth. Mimosas don't have a time period for when they need to be consumed. It's no... Um, so I'm a bonnet on? Yeah. So. This should be on the uh, on the dark match. The <laughs> fact that I still have on a bonnet and haven't brushed my teeth in it. But I did brush them before I went to bed. So well, every, know. everybody knows that you know. Like I tell everybody, you know, there's a time difference here. So you know, I've been up since six a.m. You're just getting up at eight a.m. Yeah. California time. So you know. Yeah, and that's that's sleeping in for me on a Sunday. Eight a.m. Oh yeah, that's sleeping in. But you know, we're all family here, so yeah. I don't care if y'all know that I still have on my bonnet and pajamas. Yes. And still have crud in my eye. Because <laughs> she's here on time every week to make sure she shares her. Well, sometimes for the most part. <laughs> you know, if Don says, hey, let's record at nine, I wake up at 9.05. And then I text him, coming. 
Give me five more minutes. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, all right. So, let's go and get in depth more into NXT from this past week. Um, yes, I think that the consensus is in that nobody is feeling the championship reign of Karrion Cross from an entertainment standpoint. Um, he's not bringing a lot to the title. Um, as his own personality and charisma, there seems to be more interest in his opponents and what they're bringing to the matches and to the bills. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, we saw Karrion uh, Cross retain against Finn Balor this week. So it looks like Finn Balor, rumor has it, according to Mo Meltzer, Mo to the underscore Reese, that Finn is looking to join the main roster again. So I don't know where he's going to land, if it's going to be SmackDown, if it's going to be Raw. But mm. I guess that's the next destination uh, for the Prince. Um, we're going to get we'll find out. a triple threat match this week between Kyle O'Reilly, uh, Pete Dunne, and Johnny Gargano to see who yes. is going to be the next contender for Karrion Cross. So that should be a very highly technical three-way match as all three of those guys are really good at technical wrestling. Uh, so I can't wait to see how that plays out. Um, I don't know if we talked about this uh, a couple of weeks ago, but Swerve and his crew hit row. What do you think about them? Hey, you know what? I like them. Kevin Owens is a fan too. Oh, uh, I don't know if you saw his tweet about them. No. Yes, Kevin Owens is a fan. He tweeted out something like Hit Row is what's up or something like <laughs> it wasn't that lame. It was, of course, cool because Kevin Owens tweeted it. But he's a fan. Um, I like them. Um, when are they dropping their album? <laughs> I'd listen to it. I can stream it on Apple Music. Um, um, yeah, I'm really digging them. And I'm glad that they finally found, like, you know, I'm, I mean, I've always loved Swerve, but I, I like this stable. I'm ready. I don't know the young lady's name, but um, is she going to be wrestling too? Or is she just Brianna part of the Brandy is her name. Thank you. Um, be squared. Yes. Uh, fab. Be fab. Um, I don't know about Brianna Brandy and her wrestling. Um, she was in the Performance Center. Um, so she's definitely been training or had training. Um, she was, you know, she was the one who was going to be Shane's co was about to become Shane's co-host for raw underground when the pandemic ran through NXT and they started separating the main roster from NXT. Um, so that's where most people would have probably seen her before this. She was also always in the crowd with that, you know, Mm -hmm. those white braids, they stand out. Uh, when yes, they, when they had I remember NXT, uh, you know, being the the audience uh, in the Thunderdome, the first right, uh, the first Thunderdome. iteration of the Thunderdome. Yeah, so that's where most people would have seen her. But I, as far as wrestling goes, I don't think she's had a match in NXT that I can recall. Okay, well, NXT has some exciting things going on. Um, I'm pretty sure. Finn Balor wants to get called up to the main roster because he's tired of carrying carrying cross in matches. And actually the other day I tweeted out carrying cross because <laughs> with a K, because that's what everyone does in these matches with him. Because he's like I said, he's very underwhelming in the ring. Um unfortunately for him, um, his entrance is the best part of his matches. And the other person that he's wrestling. So we had the long-awaited yeah, 
million dollar showdown between Cameron Grimes and Ted DiBiase. And uh yeah. Ted DiBiase. And uh And then who ruined it? LA Knight. I do not like him. I am not a fan at all. <laughs> He's like, hold he on. He's a knockoff this wannabe is a, this is a Dwayne Johnson. Millionaires. You ain't no millionaire, so you need to get out there. He ain't even a thousandaire. <laughs> but you see, he had to make sure, you know, I'm comfortable. <laughs> okay, LA Knight. Yeah. Like, why are you here? So, uh, I'm not a fan. It looks like LA. Let it be known. It looks like LA Knight and uh, Ted DiBiase may be running together. And just like that, they done turned Cameron Grimes into a full fledged face, baby face, because LA Knight attacked him from behind. And yes, and I don't, you know, they don't need to be doing Cameron Grimes like that. He did not deserve that disrespect. We uh, love Cameron Grimes over here. Okay. But yeah, LA Knight just. <laughs> Our opening match of the night for uh, NXT, Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon, they defeated Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. Um, and then uh, Shotzi Blackheart took a whooping from Raquel Gonzalez. She did. Raquel is petty. It looks like Ember Moon and Raquel Gonzalez, though, might be the next um, singles match for the NXT women's title as uh, they had a lot of good interaction during this tag match. Mm-hmm. Ember Moon looked probably the best that she's looked since she's come back from injury in this tag team match. Yeah. She was on fire. Uh, she so it's great. good to see. And we can say that Shotzi did not kill herself in this match. She didn't even attempt anything dangerous, which was awesome. <laughs> I mean, we needed a break because that girl scares me every week. Like, oh my God, this girl's going to break her neck. Yeah. I love her fearlessness, but yeah. And we also saw the debut of Taya, a.k.a. Frankie Monet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're a loca. Um, so, yeah. Yes. She got a, a quick win, uh, you know, just to kind of establish her uh, here in NXT. Bobby Fish, he came up short in his first match in over six or eight mm. months against Pete Dunne. Uh, Pete Dunne continues his role uh, as he is the self-proclaimed baddest man in NXT. And you know who we didn't see this week? Who? My girl, Zoe Stark. No, you didn't. That's because last oh, week. You know, that's because like that. last week she got beat by who? Tony Storm. Caked up Tony Storm. Yeah. And then Tony turned around and beat up with um, Ramir. Yes. Yes. So she got both. What's the girl's first name? Zeta. Thank you. <laughs> Zeta Ramir. Um, Bronson Reed came out looking sharp in his suit. Cut a promo about you know the grind it took to get to the North American title. And that's when Allegro del Fantasma came out. Fourteen years I've waited to get here. <laughs> and then uh, you like my Bronson Reed accent? I did. Uh, did I sound just like him. You did. Santos Escobar came out and basically was like, "Yep, the cruiserweight title was just my first step. Now I'm here to get that North American title because I like the sound of being a champion of both." America and um, <laughs> and then Joaquin Wilde was like, "What about Canada?" He said, he said North America. No, and then he said, "We've already talked about this. We don't talk. No, Canada's not included." <laughs> you know, Santos is was going around terrorizing the locker room. I'm here for it. <laughs> Yeah, so Santos Escobar and Legado del Fantasma, they look like they're about to do a little business 
uh, to Bronson Reed, and that's when MSK slides in to even. And MSK. Yeah, so. Are we getting a six-man tag next week? No, next week it's MSK versus Legado for the titles. Okay. So Beth Phoenix's sons versus... <laughs> Did you see the coordination that the commentary team had this, yes. this past week with the blue suits? Yes, yes, yes. I like that. Looking all uniform. Um, yes, they had on their school uniforms. Walter basically uh, confirmed that they kicked uh, Alexander Wolf out of Imperium and it was like, y'all need to get back on track. Okay, Walter. We know the real story, but okay. <laughs> need to we'll get, roll with that. <laughs> get back on track and start by beating uh, Brizango, who they lost to tag team titles to. And uh, yeah, that was... And your boys, the grizzled young veterans. Yeah, they they just set up, did a promo saying they're going to be you know, having their eye on next week's uh, tag team title match. Uh, Indy, uh, she's frantically searching for her love. Dexter, he's nowhere to be found. After Candace set her up. <laughs> Ooh, it's the, that is a mean girl stuff. That's why her credit card wouldn't go through at the spa. <laughs> so, uh, Drake Maverick is like, yeah, I saw him over here in this room about an hour ago. So, Indy goes into the room and it's just a bunch of Dexter Loomis's drawings, uh, basically broken heart themed and uh, mm-hmm. Indy sees all of this and she's like, you know, really like needs to find Dexter Loomis. Her love. Yeah. So the- I wonder what they're going to talk about. Cause he doesn't talk. <laughs> She'll do all the talking. Oh, we also so got- like, don't say anything. Let me speak. We also got to talk about um, Mercedes Martinez. Uh, you in trouble girl. Yes. Uh, my girl got marked up yeah, this past week and I don't like it. Uh, and 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 Zia Lee have apparently literally marked Mercedes Martinez as their next uh, victim. Um, the lights. No, they'll be Mercedes Martinez victims. <laughs> After the lights went out, everything goes red and you see all that smoke and stuff. And then once everything clears back out, Mercedes Martinez has the Tian Shaw mark on her. On her hand, mm. yeah. So, so I guess we'll see Zia Lee next week because we haven't seen her in a couple weeks. Yeah, we haven't. We just saw Boa creep up behind Mercedes Martinez when she was on her way to the ring to kind of clue everybody in that something was afoot. And then we got the bigger presentation afterwards. Um, there is they. Um, they probably won't hear this um, by the time we get ready to. Uh, I have this edited because it'll probably come out on Monday. But there is an AEW. Uh, pay-per-view tonight double or nothing um so share your commentary uh, with color with us hopefully wasn't there an aw late night friday night something yes, or the other going Smackdown, on it didn't come on on wednesday right, right. nba uh, moved them off of wednesday so they moved to friday after smackdown they had the go home dynamite at 10 uh, i have not watched that yet but i need to Get that consumed. So they are on Fridays until NBA is over? I think it was just... Or was that just a one-off? I think it was just this week. And it'll probably be oh, okay. um, based upon what the playoff schedule is. Because usually Wednesdays, um, ESPN usually would show 
the basketball on Wednesdays, kind of like Tuesdays and Thursdays are kind of like designated mm-hmm. TNT, like Wednesdays and Fridays and Sundays are kind of devoted for like ESPN and ABC, but they switched up that um, dynamic this week. So that's the reason why AEW had to move. I got you. Yep. Yep. So gotcha. it should be a, a very long pay-per-view and uh, we'll, we'll, <laughs> He's a very long yeah. pay-per-view. And yeah, we'll be breaking it How do you, on, on the dark match. You didn't uh, order pay-per-view anymore. Well, you know what I mean. If you don't have cable. I don't have cable. Yeah. So. I have all the streaming. Oh, yeah. Don has secret sauce. Yeah. yeah I have alternative means. So that's what I do. Mm. Yeah. They come in handy for ages. Okay, well, you let me know how it goes. I will. I will. We'll uh, we'll have some discussion on it next week on the dark match. We're gonna have a pretty lengthy AEW portion as we're gonna have the go home show, the double or nothing card, and the following dynamite as well to review. So uh, it's gonna get a lot of bang. Miss Sammy, take your B twelve. <laughs> You're gonna get a lot of bang for your buck on the next. Uh, AEW show coming up, but you can also listen to the preview for Double or Nothing. Uh, that's a free Patreon show, so check that out. Or you can just go ahead and become a patron and subscribe to our Patreon page so you can get the dark match and the extra, the you know, the free stuff too. That's right. That's right. Just plugging us there. It's a little plug, a little shameless plug there. So at this point in time, it's Shades in the Max. I'm going to turn it over to you for your shout-outs and thank yous. Shout-out to Don for finally getting the Twitter spaces popping this week. <laughs> Even though Raw was not on on the West Coast yet, so I had no clue what you all were referencing, but I put the pieces together. It's like a soap opera. You don't need much to put the pieces together. So uh, thanks for doing that. That was great. It was like being on the party line. Um all your friends and shout out to the whole WrestleCast crew for hanging with us each and every week and shout out to those who subscribe to our Patreon um, to get all the extra content and uh, shout out to me because I got double vaccinated. I am vaccinated and we'll be back out on airplanes traveling the world globe trotting very soon all right all right so Miss J to the mats coming to a city near you Coming to a city near you. It's like uh, it's like <laughs> Ric Flair. I'm back on tour. <laughs> I am. I'm going on tour like the WWE. But look, don't nobody hit me up because I don't want to meet up with y'all or nothing like that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I would love to meet up with my WrestleCast crew. There will be lots of libations and good food aplenty. Because yes. That's you, uh, yes, yes. Meetups. That's right. Don't let her talk you into going kayaking, though. We can go kayaking. We can go paddle boarding. We can get on a Duffy boat. We can do any kind of water activities that you would like to. She's going to set y'all up like she did her friend a couple weeks ago. Don't don't listen. I mean, there's always hiking. But then, you know, with hiking, which I love to do, and I do regularly, you have to contend with the rattlesnakes. They don't bother you. You can hear them. You just don't bother you. So, I mean... Kayaking's fun though. So you're and saying I did not you're see not anybody out here on. I don't. Uh, Brindy Irwin on when it comes to the rattlesnakes, huh? No, see, I know to leave God's creatures alone. Okay. I see a rattlesnake in the middle of the hiking trail. I'm turning around and going back. I'm not going to sit there and try to make friends with it. No, I I am not 
crazy white person. <laughs> I don't I love nature, but I don't need to be that close to nature. Is that but I do carry a snake, I do carry a snake bite kit with me in case somebody else gets bit because I know it won't be me because I don't get that close. Mm. But yes, that is the and every hiker needs one, you know, just like a first aid kit. I have a really intense first aid kit. But yes, that is the end of my shout outs and tangents. Well, I'd like to give a shout out to first Miss J to the Max, Miss Cami D. And Miss Didi Jonay with the run-in for last week's Ladies Night <laughs> Smackdown. It's a lot of fun. Very entertaining. Listen back to it earlier this week. Lots of laughs were had. So thank you, ladies, for coming through, representing like y'all always do for the Ladies and Ladies Night Smackdown. Thank mm-hmm. you to Miss Jade for waking up early, like I said, to do this podcast with me due to my scheduling and uh you know having to bump the time up thank you to miss simi mo to the underscore reese for helping me record nxt cast and the dark match and the raw cast earlier this week shout out to anwar starwin and terry's boy and madame lizette and everybody who tunes into the new japan stuff um we've got some we got some issues right now uh the country of japan is under another lockdown the olympics are in question new japan for wrestling is in question they were able to do some of their uh, smaller shows uh, this week, but their large show that all of those shows are kind of building up towards uh, got canceled. So I don't know when they'll kind of be back to being able to do that show again. So we're kind of in a holding pattern with New Japan right now. Um, thank you to uh, my man Dwayne who helped me on Know the Score this week. So check out Know the Scores. We talked about the uh, playoff season that is happening in the in a, NBA and the NHL, uh, respectively. Uh, shout out to everybody who did join the Rawcast Twitter space uh, on Monday. It was a lot of fun. It was my first time um, hosting that. So we'll kind of get better as we do that a little bit more. Uh, we've got some ideas just for the WrestleCast and NXT cast to try to maybe let you guys listen in to the actual recording of it. And then at the end through the Twitter spaces, open it up for questions, comments or something like that. So uh, we're looking at the go home episodes of um, the NXT cast right before the in your house and the go home episode of the raw cast right before hell in a cell to kind of uh, experiment with this and get in some live interaction uh, from the people who are listening in the Twitter spaces. Uh, so hopefully we can pull that off and provide some more content for y'all, some interaction. So I'm looking forward to trying to get that off the ground. Uh, shout out to all the wrestle bays, all the members of the glow, everybody who's been in the hashtags for your first time, or you've been there every week since the creation. We definitely appreciate everybody sharing their pro wrestling commentary with color with us. Also, be sure to check out the Dark Master over on the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Uh, there is a free show available this week, so you don't have to subscribe to listen to this week's show. But going forward, the other shows are behind a little bit of a paywall, but you can support the podcast. And in return for becoming a patron, you get all this extra content that is on the Dark Match. So please, please support us by becoming a patron. So Yes, support us. So for my co-host, Miss J to the Max, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been SmackDown Matters. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Au revoir, mes amis.
Say which one are you again? <laughs> 